Hello, hello. Welcome back to PS We Have No Plan. I'm Peyton Smith calling in from LA. And I'm Emily McManus calling in from Nashville. And I think it's time for a drink check. Oh, drink, drink check. Drink check. What's in your cup? Okay, I'm drinking something so fun. I just liked my aesthetic of my mason jar, but it is Sanzo lychee sparkling water. Wow. Made with real fruit, no added sugar. Oh my gosh. Fancy Nancy right there. I love it. What are is you it drinking? Sparkly? Yeah, it's sparkly and it tastes like lychee. And I didn't know if I liked lychee, but I wanted to try it because I've always seen lychee martinis and I've been mm. curious about them. I had lychee lemonades, like uh, alcoholic ones in Honolulu, and they were really good. I did like them, except I didn't like the, like, they had a full lychee on like a skewer as like uh, decor, I guess, drink decor. And I did not like that. Okay. Well, yeah, it was like real slimy and not my thing. But I am fancy as well today. I'm drinking a French 75. Oh my God. So fancy. <laughs> What's in that? Is it champagne? It's a little bit of champagne, um, gin, lemon, and simple syrup. Oh, delicious. So yeah, fresh. Super easy. So fresh. So fresh. Jeff's going to make some dinner tonight. And so I said, well, can I just have a French 75 for my pod? Oh my, well, cheers to that. Clink, clink. <laughs> well, you guys, we have a fun episode because it's just going to be us talking shit, telling you about our lives, filling Girl you in talk. on anything we care about. Girl talk. Girl talk. Honestly, I like this. We've done this once or twice before, and I do feel like it was our shining moment. Uh, yeah, I love right. this type of stuff. So, okay, what? Do, how do we want to start? Do we want to start with what's happening, like headliners that have come yes, up for yes, us? Because yes, a lot has happened. It has happened, and I think that you and I are very like in tune with like aware of the same stuff right now. I saw since you sent me your kind of notes, I was looking at mine as well, and the Titan, the Titan is on the forefront of my mind. I have never been so terrified of any concept of like visualizing myself in a situation than the titan i had a nightmare about it last night it's terrifying 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 i don't want to go to space i don't want to go to the bottom of the ocean no i more ocean Mm. for me than space i am just like so terrified by it by it all but but, uh, 13 i think it what is it Thirteen thousand feet i have no desire for that and for for anybody that doesn't know there is this pod. It's like a, a submarine pod, but it's quite small. I, I was just listening to CNN. They said it's about the size of a minivan. It's called the Titan. And they go down and they bring um, tourists to look at the Titanic wreckage and the remnants of it. Um, and so right now there are five people on it and it lost contact with its mothership. I think what they said an hour and 45 minutes in, it, it's supposed to take two hours to get down to the Titanic. And now how many days has it been? I don't, I don't know. I don't know for sure, but I don't think this is, this isn't like, this isn't like a commercialized thing. Like this is a one time, it was $250,000 to secure mm-hmm. a seat. Like, it's not right. like they take tourists every day. Like this is like no. big, big ballers, right? Oh no. yeah. I think, yeah. I mean, I think other people have done it, but you, it's not like you can just go. Yes. It's a quarter of a million dollars per person. So yeah. it takes a special person to go down there. Yeah, it's like a crazy and like so the people on the submarine are these like high yeah. echelon people that are like 
billionaires. Mm -hmm. So you can imagine the pull that they have to get them rescued and they still can't rescue them because it's so scary and they're so far down. Peyton, it's so scary. I know that the, the, um, father and son, the father is part of like the prince's trust. And so the King, King Charles is like, I need every update. Keep me fully, you know, on this. So just to, like you're saying, the reach that these people have, yeah. the the operator, they're saying like, I think it's the operator or the the French um, explorer. They're like, I mean, he's the modern day Jacques Cousteau. Oh, and oh my God. I know. And it just scares the living shit out of me. Oh, it's totally. And of course, I've gone down like many TikTok holes. But what scares me even more is just how... Of course, by the way, of course, there's a submarine expert on TikTok that I found. There's a Give submarine expert. But what's so scary is they did just, they didn't prepare for this well. Like the, the according to the submarine expert on TikTok, they said that deep water submarines that are manned need to have a CO2 scrubber for oxygen. And based on the schematics that they looked at, it looks like they really didn't do any of the necessary things and there's certain materials that were used that weren't that were kind of working against themselves and apparently there was someone within the company that flagged all of these issues early on right and they got and, fired and they got fired mm-hmm. and he still took them down so is anyways, a co2 scrubber like it converts that to oxygen yes okay, okay. which is why they have this immediate count like 24 hours like you said Less. Or less or less because they didn't, they didn't do the necessary precautions, which is like, mm-hmm. if this guy survives, I don't, I he's like deep he could shit. be, yeah, he could be facing jail time. Right. Like, oh I God. don't even know. I would think so. I mean, I think the only thing that could save them is I've heard the waiver that they have to sign is, I mean, you're pretty much signing over everything. They don't, they're not liable for anything, including death. Um... And I think since it's a private company. They aren't run by, and I'm not going to get this right, but like the oceanography companies, like they've said before, like this is not to our standards, Yeah. but ocean. And I think, is it called ocean way or ocean? Something like that. Something like that. They uh-huh. put in their flyers that they don't comply to those regulations or whatever. Who gets on the submarine that is like, <laughs> oh, we don't, we didn't fully test this. The guy that said that this could go wrong, got fired here's a quarter of a million dollars. Let's go see the Titanic. What? Beats fucking me. And who does that? I don't know. And did you see, there's only one window, one small porthole that you can Mm -hmm. see out of. And I'm like, okay, Mm -mm, so that's mm -mm. all you're going to see. Yes. It's this tiny, tiny, tiny little window. So that's all. That's your view. That's your view. I mean, it it is shocking to me that they even did this. But now it's terrifying to how to get them out and like. Oh, nightmare. Night- and it scares me. Like just the thought of, I mean, I don't even want to put it out there. Like what could happen? But no, I just, I just hope they come back. I hope they find them. I know they've like heard knocking now. Yeah. Like, they don't know where, what that means or what it's coming from, but God, just hope it means that they're still alive and they're reachable and. Can you imagine what's going French through 75? Yes, you do. Can you imagine what's going through their minds right now? Like I could not fathom what that mindset must be like to know you might die. By suffocation. What, what would you do? I don't even know how I would, what I would do. I, 
I'm frozen just thinking about it. Yeah. I mean, it, it is like a nightmare. It's a true nightmare. I, 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 Awful. I mean, Awful. and one of them's 19, right? Like the kid? Father and son. Yeah. And think of their family. Like, oh my God. We're no. sending all of our thoughts and prayers to obviously everyone involved, including the oh. rescue team. Like, I don't know oh even what that looks like, but that's, I'm sure, dangerous. Oh my gosh. Yes. And 100%. Like, I just, I have been glued to every headline, refreshing everything. And I just, I just hope, hope, hope they really do rescue them and they come back. And, you know, these things, it can happen. Like we have really great, smart people out there and very fine technology. And I think we have to just believe until we can't. Yep. Agreed. You know, this got me thinking though about extreme sports and extreme experiences. And I feel like it's not not something you and I have ever talked about. Is that something you're interested in? Like, do you want to swim with sharks and go skydiving and bungee jumping? Like, do you have interest in these types of things? So I have swim with sharks, but I know, but it was like cage diving. So you're in a cage. It's not, you know, still that's, that's, there's risk involved. I was scared. I was scared at first. Like before you jump in the water, you see all of their shadows. So you're like, and like, you're just anticipating getting under the water. Like, what am I going to see? What is, is this going to be Jaws? But it was, it ended up being a very, very cool experience and, it was not scary at all. It was just that initial jump in. Um, no, absolute no desire to bungee jump. Mm. <laughs> I can tell you right now. Do you? No, I, I none of that interests me. Like I, I can barely get on roller coasters. Like I'm such oh. a worry wart. I'm like anything could go wrong. And I've seen too many scary movies to mm-hmm. do anything that's puts my life at risk. Which like, but, but people get so much fulfillment from those too. I know the rest. I I can't do roller coasters. I cannot. No. Okay. So we're the, we're similar. We're risk averse people. And so is Luke. I don't know if Jeff is, but at least him and I kind of, I think for the most part he is, I think for the most part, for sure. Um, the only one that I am 50, 50 on is the skydiving. Cause I've had my brother's done it. I've had like friends do it. And I've heard it is just a very, very cool experience. I've always veered away from it because I like roller coasters. I hate the the feeling of falling. Like that is something that I just can't get over. But from what I hear, it's not like that at all. Cause you're so high up. You mm. can't tell that you're falling. Does that make sense? Yes. And it's just such a different feeling with, I don't know, like the pressure or the force of the air and everything. So it's very different than a bungee jump. Okay. Interesting. Interesting. But still the idea, like just jumping out, I don't know if I have like the guts to do that. I mean, so much could go wrong. Obviously there's like many, many ways to (laughs) to die that are much more common, like a car accident. So getting to a freaking car is dangerous, more probably more dangerous than swimming with sharks or jumping out of a plane, but still, I don't know. I get really nervous. The one thing that I would maybe push is climbing like Mount Everest one day or doing like a big hike or a big climb. Oh, that yeah. interests me. I have Machu Picchu on my list. Oh my God. I've done Machu Picchu and it's so beautiful. I did it in high what? school, junior year of high school. It was so cool. So amazing. Highly recommend. Oh Peru was God. beautiful. I, okay. I, I mean, I trust you fully 100%. Yeah. It's Machu definitely Pichu? worth it. Definitely worth it. 
Machu Picchu for me, Everest for you. <laughs> I don't know if I'm actually going to do Everest. <laughs> well, I've always thought, I, I thought about this. It was pre-COVID. I wanted to climb one of, if not the tallest mountain in, on each continent with That's the exception a- of Everest. Yeah. But I feel like that would be so, because isn't Kilimanjaro one? Mm-hmm. I've heard that's just incredible. And once again, you and I just being outside, I feel like it would just be a really cool. Yeah. Like that I would risk. I would train and I would like do the safest possible thing that still it's not on my list, but I'm just saying I could see myself doing that more than see myself bungee jump, for example. You have a little bit more control. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Well, it's so funny. You like brought this up though, because Jeff's going to, um, they have a show near, Niagara Falls tomorrow. I said, don't you dare go close to the edge. (laughs) Yeah, Jeff. That scares the crap out of me. No, thank you. No, I know. Grand Canyon, no. So scary. We are little, we are all about little mice. Yes, we're church mice. (laughs) Anyways, I think that's so funny. Well, what else is going on that's more fun? Let's see. Priscilla, the new movie is coming out, A24. Yeah. Sophia Coppola is doing Priscilla, which is the Elvis story. I didn't know about that. Yeah. So Jacob Elordi is playing Elvis. And then forget who's playing playing Priscilla. She's sort of like a niche, cool, artistic woman. Is it going to theaters? Is that what, or is it? Oh. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. A24. A24. Okay. Oh, I love that. Maybe I'll come out to LA and we can go see it together. Oh my gosh, please. Let me tell you who's make playing. Let's see who's playing. Obviously, I mean, I love Sofia Coppola as well. She just creates such artistic moments. Who plays Priscilla? Kaylee Spaney. That doesn't ring a bell. No, I've never heard. I've, I've never seen a movie of hers. But Kaylee Spaney, if you want to come on PS We Have No Plan, we would love to have you. <laughs> She's going to like throwing blow throwing Hail Marys. <laughs> That's so funny. She's like going to blow up, I'm sure, from this right. from this movie. All right. So we got to get her before 824. Yes. Okay. Oh, and Sofia Coppola has done things like The Virgin Suicide, The Godfather Part 3, Marie Antoinette. She's okay. also... She's the daughter of um, Francis Ford Coppola, who's really, really famous. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And he uh, he's the godfather guy. Man. So he's yeah, like a I'm big I'm familiar big name. with the name. I just can't put a face to her name. Yeah, she's cool. So I'm excited to see. I feel like her point of view is really cool. Let me tell you, your look today is really cool. Oh, my God. Thank you. Yeah, you're welcome. The necklaces, the shirt. You look great. I just got, thank you. I just got this new shirt. Everyone, Zara has the best new, pretty reasonably priced summer wear. So. Okay. Okay. I've been meaning wanting to go, but I'm just trying so hard not to spend money right now. Oh my God. Well, that was, oh my God. I I know. I saw it in there and this is like the perfect transition because yes. yes. It's been so bad lately. I've, we wrote down and maybe we can go into both of these things for, for both of us, but we I've had really good habits in the last month and really bad ones. And one of my yes. bad ones, it sounds like you're similar. It's just yeah. spending money on shit I don't need. Right. And I, I'm so frustrated with myself because I'll get on <laughs> such a good roll. Do you do this too of like 
not spending on things just like what you need to and not just throwing it away on little things on Amazon that add up. And then slowly I do one thing, then two things. And then you're just kind of like off the wagon. A hundred percent. And I I also get on my high horse with it. I'm like, I just invest in the things that mean, oh, that mean yeah. a lot to me. Like I'll do a facial once a Teach month. Yourself. Yeah. But then otherwise won't spend money. <laughs> and oh. now recently I'm like, eight packages arrived and they're like <laughs> pet, new pens and like power puffs for under my eyes. It's like, yes. why do you need that? Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. And it's like, but those little things add up. But let me tell you something. The joy of getting a package. (laughs) Is it worth it? Kind of. Kind of is. I feel like a little influencer. I'm like, unboxing haul. (laughs) Well, like four things. Oh, if Jeff gets a package and I don't, I'm like, I'm like so like deflated. This is so, I was really looking forward. I don't think I ordered anything that day, but I just want to open a package. I know. Okay. So you'll be proud of me. Today is my very first day that I have not spent a single penny. I made my own coffee. I made breakfast. I cooked lunch. What? I know. Trifecta. I know. And I'm gonna I'm gonna cook dinner as well. I'm gonna cook dinner as well. And then I'm going to Reagan, my little sister's gonna come over and we're not gonna go out for wine because I have wine. We're gonna drink wine here. So honestly, you have such a cozy house. You have the cutest little backyard. Thank you. I love that yard. Oh my gosh. It's dreamy. It is like an enchanted garden. Well, it's really small, but yeah, but it's nice to have some sort of green to stand on and enough space. Especially in LA. Yeah right? Oh, so yeah. I love that little table. Um, so cute. But I, I feel you. I feel you. What else? Are, what are other habits of yours? Have you been doing good or bad you know, things? I have been really into gardening the last um, cute. month or so. Yeah. I'm, I'm really, really excited because this is my first year planting vegetables. Oh. So I know, I know every, I have cucumbers and carrots right now. So every morning I go and I check them out with Freddie and we water them and we do the same thing at night and just kind of like count and see what we're at. And we're at 15 cucumbers. Oh my God. I know. I know. I'll send you a picture and I'll post it on our, our page. Like it's really, I, I love it. I love it. And our weather's been really humid and rainy lately. So I think it's just helped them like sprout like big time. Um, and I was starting to get really, really sad about the carrots because nothing has showed up. Mm. But yesterday oh. we saw a little bit of green coming through and today it's coming through a little bit more. So we have at least one carrot growing. And oh. that is, I mean, it has made my day. That is so cool. I feel like when you're able, as you get older, I don't know if you feel this way, but when you're able to create like life in any way or yes. build aesthetic things or create a cozy home. Like you're mentioning the home thing for me, that that's been a way for me to feel good, right. Is to create an ambiance that feels safe or gardening is like a nice, healthy activity. I don't know. It feels nice to do that. It feels so nice. It's just, Mm -hmm. it's very enriching and rewarding, Mm -hmm. you know, and for me, and I was thinking about this as I was walking in here and you know this about me, I tend to start so many things, but follow through is really hard for me and mm-hmm. that we've been doing this for over a year has been great. And so seeing that I've stayed with my garden and, and watching them grow is, I just feel 
I love they're like my little babies. Every morning I say to Freddie, I go, let's go check on our babies. <laughs> oh my God. So cute. It gets you outside too. And it's like, oh, yeah. I love, 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 love that. Right. I, so we're both like little outdoor girls. Uh, totally. That's why I love the summer though. I think what, I know. I know. I, we both needed that energy and that rejuvenation and to see some sun and to have some outdoor time. I think it does seriously, seriously help. The thing that I, that's been getting me out of the house has been fitness classes. So I've been trying new boutique studios in my neighborhood, which is so fun because it gets me out and about and it gets me like, you know, to see local businesses and see what they're Absolutely. all about. They're so cute. And I've tried three different studios this week. It's been so fun. What are like the, what kind of classes are they? One I tried is called the Pilates studio, which I think is just a pop-up for a year, but it might stay depending on popularity. It's so cute. It's a very aesthetic LA-esque Pilates studio. I love the whole idea of pop-up. I don't know what it is, but I just think it's so cute. It's really cute. And they really are mindful about the aesthetics of the space because it's a short term and they're trying to like build report, whatever. So I I agree with you. I think it's, they're very thoughtful. They provide Mm -hmm. their own mats and they provide, Mm. you know, pretty lighting and fresh I don't know. It just looked fresh and fun. It was a nice space. It wasn't like a stale, right, right. reused corporate type of thing. Um, and then what else did I try? Oh, I tried Silver Springs Yoga Studio, which is on Melrose, and it's a yoga, hot yoga. Oh. Oh, it was very peaceful. And then I tried, um, well, this is one I've been going to consistently, but it's called Bodyline Pilates, and it's Reformer Pilates, so it's on the on the machine. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. 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 I've seen that. And I've been so curious about it. It's, it's nice. And the woman who teaches our classes is Ukrainian. Her name's Tatiana and she was a ballerina. So she's very, um, like all her movements she does are, are very ballet-esque. So it's a little bit and more that's slow. very you though, oh, yeah. with, with your ballet background. My ballet background. I was like <laughs> eight, but I was like, that. I'll take it. Yes. Listen. No, I loved it. Oh my gosh, that sounds, I know that Pilates is a really hard workout because I know I I did hot yoga for many years, but it also is a very beautiful workout, Mm -hmm. It makes which is so weird. Yes. It makes me feel pretty and, and like timeful. Yes. It's not so much the best workout I'll ever do in my entire life. Like I don't sweat a lot, but it's more about my mentality. Like I walk out feeling like a pretty princess and that's a nice feeling. (laughs) Absolutely. I follow this guy on Instagram. I love him. His name is Jordan Syatt. Jordan, Jordan Syatt fitness is his handle and he, he's just incredible. He's just very matter of fact. And I, I love him. And he was talking the other day about, you don't have to do two hours of cardio to get your heart up and sweat buckets every day for a good workout. Like walking is good. Pilates is good. Yoga is good. Yes. It's Mm -hmm. great to get your heart rate up and sweat, but you don't have to do that every day. Like there are many different types of good workouts. A hundred thousand percent. It's a good reminder too, because I do feel like that a lot. Like if I'm not, you know, running a couple miles and sweating my ass off, did I do anything? Yeah. Yeah. And then it's easy to sort of be like, oh, I could skip this, but it, it does really help when you incorporate any type of movement on a daily basis. So that's been a good one. What else have you been doing? 
Well, something that's been, it hasn't been challenging. Well, no, it has been challenging, to be honest with you. I've had some new responsibilities at work. I think I mentioned this. We had um, a staff change. So there's just two of us now working for the company. Um, and so we have had to take over responsibilities of the publisher. Um, oh. I'm very much not a publisher, but what just like a quick, quick rundown of what that is in the music business is you are pretty much in charge of your songwriters. So you set up co-writes and you pitch songs. So you have a song by, you know, one of our writers is named Adam Wright. Okay. This Adam song is perfect for John party. So I take this song and I send it to John party's producer or whoever mm -hmm. that, you know, is connected. So it's a lot of, um, person to person work and knowing people in Nashville and I know people, but I'm definitely not in that circle and kind of not in that circle cho by choice. Mm. It's, it's not like, it's just not my thing, but you know, I care about our writers so much and I care about the company and my boss that, I mean, I'll do anything. And at the end of the day too, I, I really don't have a reputation in it and I don't really care if people think I'm an idiot for trying different things. So I'm just throwing shit out there and trying. Like like I said earlier, I'm throwing Hail Marys every fucking day. I love that. I love that. And we're that. getting some we're getting somewhere. Honestly, and that must help you put yourself out there more. Like there's always lessons to be learned about things that don't necessarily, you know, it's not something you want to do all the time or do for the rest of your life, but you'll always learn something from those things. Absolutely. And like something that we always touch on with me is, you know, building confidence. Mm -hmm. And I do think it has been a, in a, a very strange way, something that I think could have hindered my confidence has boosted me a little bit. Cause it's like, okay, somebody says it's stupid. Somebody says no. Yeah. Okay. okay. Well, what's, oh, I don't really give a shit. Like I'll just try somewhere else or I'll go a different Avenue. Or I know somebody that knows the artist. I'll go straight to the artist. Like it doesn't matter. But and that's it doesn't so matter cool to like, see you say that. Cause I, I know that you second guess yourself at times or you've shared that. And I feel like a year ago when we started this podcast, had you been confronted with this? I don't know if you would have this confidence. Like you've clearly yeah. grown a lot. That's amazing. Oh, thanks Angel. I, I really do appreciate that for sure. It's, <laughs> I think part of it is, I mean, obviously I do give a shit because I love the people, but I don't give a shit what people think of me in, in this sense, because I don't want it to be my career. I, yeah. you know, I, I, yeah, no, 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 no. I don't want to be a publisher. So it's like, okay, like I'll, I'll try this. I don't care. This is not the right. circle I want to be in. This is not, it's just not my vibe. You know, it's some people's vibe for sure, but definitely not mine. And when I'm in those situations, I'm much more bold. And I wish, I wish that I could learn to carry that over into the things that I do really care about. Yeah. Yeah. I get that. I get that so much. And I think I'm probably similar. I feel like when I'm doing things that I truly love that it can be, it's not even truly love, I guess, or it's like things that are more vulnerable because I love them. Maybe it's the vulnerability that scares us because we're not vulnerable in situations when it's things we don't care about. It's like, this isn't a part of me. I don't care. You know, no, so it's like, uh, and see. it doesn't even matter if you like, you like, you care about something, but you don't really care about somebody else's opinion. You're like, mm -hmm. whatever. But if it's like, 
But if I were doing something like I really look up to this girl named Tezza Barton on Instagram. I, I love, love her everything. too. Oh, I love everything that she does. So if I had like a pitch meeting or something with her, right. I would be like pooping my pants. <laughs> right. Right. You don't have the level of like, res- well, you respect them, but you don't have the level of like care about these no, people. I don't, I don't care what they think of me yeah. or what, what I am thinking about a song. I'm very confident in what I think about music and what mm-hmm. I hear and what, and how I know like the songwriters we work with. I am, I'm very confident in that. And so that doesn't. I don't know. Hold me back. I love that. I, but I think that is a good lesson. Like you said, now you can apply that to things you do care about because you'll see how maybe it rewards you or, or doesn't reward you. You'll kind of learn as you go. I think those types of things are always helpful. I think about that with my corporate self as well. Cause I'm like, this is not for me. I don't Just see it long-term, you. you know, like I'm like, I don't mm-hmm. every single day. I'm like, this isn't for me. I have no interest in moving up. I have no, no interest in taking on new projects. I want to do the bare minimum, which is so not, no, that's not you at all. (laughs) No, you are, you, you exceed, you exceed expectation, not just for your work, but for yourself. A hundred percent. I'm like so perfectionist oriented that I try very hard. Like I am a try, try hard. I'm shameless about saying that. I'm not, I'm not a chill (laughs) girl. I try very, very hard. So I, yeah, it's a weird thing, but it's also a freeing thing that I probably need that freedom right now in my life because in every other avenue, I am putting a lot of my heart and soul and effort in. So maybe having something that's a little bit more freeing is what I need. So maybe that's the same for you. I think so. I think, and you know what, you're still doing something that, I mean, obviously it's providing for our lives right now. It's a paycheck. I can't, I can't step away from my job. And I think we've, we've, we're very similar on that situation right now, but we're hopeful one day we will be able to, but yes, it's hard. And I imagine, so being in the corporate world, is it, is it harder for you though to not give a shit? Like, do you feel like having your name tied to something others rely on it a little bit more? Yeah, a little bit, a little bit. I think at my place of work, there's so many different people working on a project at once and probably at a lot of people's work, like levels of approval and cross-functional stakeholders. There's so many different people, a part of a project that it feels less stressful. It's not serving you. You are serving them for what they need. But I mean, sometimes you do have to draw that line of like, this is what I'm doing, but it's not my life. No, I agree. For me, it's always been a healthy thing. And I think I've found different avenues that have been really serving. Like I've found this poet. I laugh because it's like such a, it's just, I don't know how to describe it. So I like, I call it a poem, but it's not really like a poem. I it's journal entries or thoughts that I have throughout the day. I'll, I'll write down these existential kind of concepts that float in my mind at all times. And it's a way for me to make sense of them. I get them out on paper, but a fun thing I've been doing is turning those thoughts, those like deep, crazy thoughts into video clips that are hopefully entertaining. They're very entertaining. They're beautiful. Like oh gosh, they're beautiful. They're like little mini movies. Well, that's the goal is like, <gasps> this is my perspective. This is like a young adult movie I could make. Like, you know, I think it's a cool it's yes. almost like all these things have clicked. Like, it's like, this is mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. a project that I care about. Cause remember I was trying to do 
get ready with me's and um, morning routines, which I still enjoy. It's just not, it's almost right. It's not totally right for me. And then I've tried different things, whatever. This feels so right. I can't even tell you. I mean, that is, I mean, that's encouraging. That is so encouraging. And I, it took trying all those others get ready with me morning routines to get to these snippet poem short stories. I know, but it sounds so silly. I don't know. No. I don't know why it sounds. Well, the Fuck reason. Them. It sounds- Fuck that. <laughs> Whoever, who cares? I know. I know. Because it's like, I'm not making these, you know, A24 films yet. But yet. I think this is a cool first step. And I heard Lisa Kudrow, who I love, and she talked about this concept, which I loved and inspired me to make these poem videos, the very first one, because she was, she was saying, she was a biologist and went to, I forget, like a school, went to a four-year school, was a biologist working in a research lab, never had even seen a play. Like she was like, the acting was so Stop. far out of my world. Like there was no way I was going to ever do this, but she was listening to the radio one morning and it was a comedic skit on the radio. She's like, drop the joke. Like you're just, or like end it with this. And you, it, it almost like something was telling her you would, you would be better at this than this person. And so she got the the seed planted and then she tried out for all these different things and started acting. And everyone was like, acting requires effort. It requires skill. And you don't, you, you have none of that yet. You're never going to make it blah, 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 blah. And she's like, I don't know what about me had this deep confidence (laughs) that this was for me, but I did you know, and then she eventually landed friends and the rest is history. Wow. But it was like a very weird thing where the calling kind of hit her at a random time. And it didn't make logical sense why she should do this path. It makes more sense than it should. Yeah. Right. And I think that there's something to that too, because she, but she, and we talk about this a lot too. She had the courage to go for it. She had the courage to go for it for sure. But I, I don't even think I don't know. Correct. No, go. I don't know. I'm still working through this. This is in draft, everyone. So don't judge me. What I'm about to say is in draft. We love pay in draft. (laughs) But I think it's not even like a confidence thing because it it just comes out. Like if it's truly for you, I don't know if this is for everyone, but at least for me, these words, I I sound crazy. These words come to me. Like I wake up and I'm like, oh my God epiphany happens and I have to write it down. And like, I just carry a voice note. I carry my phone around with me and I voice note myself saying these things. Like, it's not like I write them down and rehearse and then I record myself. It is a one-time bop and I go like it, it just flows. I don't know how to describe it. It's just like, it's not even a confidence thing to post it. Cause it's like, I have to post it. And it, I feel like that's those- not silly. That's not crazy. That's, I mean, that's meant to be. I don't know, but it's really silly because like, it's like, what even am I doing? <laughs> you know? I, I know. I know because th- there is a struggle there when you're like, oh my God, and you're putting it out there and other yeah. people sing it. And and once again, like the judgment, but if it's coming to you that naturally and it feels that right, then it is. It is right. And it's just- I agree. I mean, and it's not just coming to you naturally. It's beautiful. Well, that's nice. That's nice. And I have to be comfortable with if, if people think it's cheesy or stupid or doesn't resonate, that's fine. Right. Yeah, Good. For, exactly. Okay. That's we not love cheese. for you then. Right. That's not, this isn't for you. There's mm-hmm. some people 
that maybe this will resonate with and make them feel better. Oh my gosh. There are so many people. There's so many people out there just looking for somebody that feels like them. And I feel like these little poems are that. And I I shouldn't say little poems. I don't mean little as in like little poems, but like little, they're little poems, poems. snippets. Exactly. And when I hear those or I hear them on reels on Instagram, it, it does come for me and and it um, inspires me and it makes you feel like you're not alone. Oh, thank you. You're welcome. That's a very sweet thing to say, but I also think that's, you're right. Like I think have confidence in what, what, you can't shut up about, or you can't stop thinking about. And it's, it's just constantly in my mind and I sound silly sometimes. And this is a great platform to share these thoughts on. So, you know, that I talk this way all the time. Like (laughs) I think deep thoughts all the time, but I think this is for other people. Maybe it it might sound weird and I need to get over that because it's not about it's then it's not for them. That's not your audience. Yep. Agreed. Right. That's not your audience and that's okay. Friends has a, some people aren't friends lovers. Some people don't love Monet. It doesn't matter because there are a ton of people that do. Yeah. Agreed. Agreed. (sighs) So how has your artistic stuff been going? Have you been doing creative stuff or writing more or what's the update? You know, I've been in a little bit of a slump with my style and my photography and I'm, I'm, I'm so frustrated with it because I I don't know. I'm in like that self-doubt phase where I'm like, Mm. I just, it's not clicking with my getting my camera right and the lighting. And I'm like, can I even do this? Like, who do I think I am? You know, just those pretty like common thoughts that go through your head when you're just kind of struggling with it. And I just... I want it to click. I want to get there so badly. And I mean, I did like three outfits one day and five the next. And I thought I was like, they were really good, but they just didn't, my photography wasn't there. I'm like, I don't want to post this. Like it's not, Mm. it's not what I want to showcase. I love the idea of it and the aesthetic, but the outcome was not there. And so I'm just getting kind of down on myself with being able to produce, produce to the level that I want. And I, I just have to put more time in it, but I'm just feeling a little defeated oh, in that sense, I'm which is okay. It is okay. It is okay. And that is a part of the process. Unfortunately, like we've talked about so much, this creative, mm-hmm. any sort of creative pursuit has the most wild ups and downs ever. <laughs> no one it, it you only romanticize the parts when it hits because when it hits and it's good and you get the photo and you get the shot and it looks stunning you're like this is why I do this yes. and it's the same thing with these poems these videos these words like when it hits you're like oh yes this is it this is why but I think the the in-betweens that's real it's right? so real yes and I <laughs> you know, I'm 33 and a half. And so I feel <laughs> so cute. You're 33 and a half. I feel like, uh, what am I doing this 33 and a half year old on social media trying to like become this style? I mean, icon, I would love to be a style icon one day, why not? but I mean, why not? And so, you know, those creep into my mind and then I think about having a family and the des- I do have a desire to have a baby like in a year or so, but then I'm also like, but then 
is your life over? No, like I, my career and my ambition is so important to me. So it's just like the fear of being able to do both and not, I don't know. I just really want to be somewhere more established and like proud of myself before I do that. I totally, does that make sense? Yes. And I resonate with that completely. And to play devil's advocate for both of us, because I get into these spirals as well is like, there'll never be an end. Like there will never be a time in our career and ambition where we'll hit a goal and be like, ah, made it. There's always going to be new doors. Once you hit certain things, there's going to be new doors available and new doors and new doors and new doors. And it's like for us, because we're creatives and we have these passion projects, like it never ends. So it's like even getting two levels further, like, will you be ready then to have I don't know. I ask myself this all the time. I'm like, if I have this, will that mean I'm ready for that? It's like, well, I don't know if it, if it just, you just do and you go and you see what happens. No, you're right. And I, and I know you're right. It's just, I think with being a creative person, like we are, but I stunt that a lot, like in I, I don't know because my job I'm I'm not a writer in my my job job like I mm-hmm. am facilitating for the writers so sometimes it's still hard to um outwardly say I am an artist or a creator mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and it's I'm still struggling with that I get yeah. that I get that and I do think it's just it's just ups and downs because I think mm-hmm. a couple weeks ago you were really feeling it and you had like yeah. a good conversation with someone or it's just it there's series of ups and downs with pursuing a goal or a it's creative true. goal, right? It's it's very true. I mean, you could be as high as the sky and then the next day, I mean, down with the Titanic. Oh my God. Not to be, I mean, I'm not making fun of that, but I'm just saying no. like to the depths, obviously. I mean, totally, totally. That's a relevant thing that's happening. I mm-hmm. Another relevant thing that's happening is Kardashian's new season. <laughs> that's a really bad transition. It was perfect. It was needed. <laughs> let's have, let's get some uppers here. Come on, come on. Have you seen the new season? Are you interested I, in it? Of course I'm interested. Of course I'm interested. I have not seen the new season yet. I've just seen the trailer. So it started? It started. There's three episodes. What? I know. You got to go watch on Hulu. But one of the things that I thought could be a fun topic for us to chat about because I want to know what you want what you think about this is um in an upcoming episode so it's not yet premiered but Kylie shares like hey guys we need to have a sit down talk about how we are contributing to the beauty standard and what that means for us and I know I'm so excited for that conversation because I think that's what everyone has been wanting the Kardashians to do is just be honest about what you've, what you've work you've done, how you're contributing to the problem. And I saw this thing, um, with Kesha, which is, you know, random, this is a tangent, but it goes along with this Kesha on TikTok, where she talked about her eating disorder really openly. And she's like, I didn't even realize I was contributing to the problem because I did. I was like, this is my own eating disorder. This is my thing that I'm working through. And she's like, in being so thin, and in having a disorder right. in a public eye, I was contributing to the problem. And now that she's sort of worked through a lot of it and gone to therapy and acknowledged things and is more body positive and just more natural looking, 
she's like, I feel so much more powerful. It, and it's just, it is wild. Like, I don't think the Kardashians really even realize they're like, this is my life, my body, my thing. Correct. Right. But you're a public figure and you have to acknowledge that you're contributing yes. to negative thing for young girls and young people because you look the way you do. Right. And that it's not, and I can see that with the Kesha thing without saying something, somebody sees and like, oh, she's naturally that thin or like, that's how totally. I need to be. And they think that when they don't hear that there's a, a, a very serious issue behind it. Totally. But even, even like she was saying, and I feel this way, I have a few friends that have severe eating disorders, not severe, but eating disorders. Yeah. It does contribute to the problem, even though they are oh, suffering yeah. their, their incessant need to observe food, check food, eat certain foods, stay a certain weight, work out in a certain way. It is hard for me to be around them at this stage of life. Cause I'm just like, you're contributing to this thing that I'm actively working against. And that is mm -hmm. hard, mm -hmm. even though I have, I have huge sympathy for what you're going through. Oh no, for sure. I, it's so funny. It's obvious when I say that's so funny, it's just like how it matches up on yes. something else that I'm feeling, but I have felt the exact same way about just kind of like facial looks about Botox and fine lines. And yeah. I have just noticed, and I've been noticing it for a while, but like I have very prominent lines on my forehead and I, I feel like I'm the only one that has that and is choosing not to do anything about it. And like either there's nothing wrong with either way, but it is hard when you see, when you go places, especially they're like fancy or like if you do, you're in the movie industry or the music industry and everybody's pretty, pretty smooth, <laughs> pretty yeah. smooth. Like you can't help but feel a little like I was at the Opry the other night and I met two really, really nice girls. And I'm, I honestly, they couldn't have been nicer and like super, super sweet. But I mean, as, as smooth as ever skin. I'm like, Oh, I do I look like an old lady <laughs> and not that okay. there's wrong with an old lady like because I do love aging naturally it's just it's just hard when you don't see it in everybody else around you well that's that's what I'm saying that's mm -hmm. what's the problem like if we had more representation of aging without being tampered with yeah. maybe we wouldn't question it as much and that is sort of like the burden I think a lot of public figures have is like, absolutely. I want to live my own life and I want to have fun and it's my body and they have every right. And like you said, there's not, it's not like it's wrong. No, it, it's just contributing to this thing. That's raising young people to see old people, quote unquote, old people as these perfect Barbie dolls. And that is just like, yeah. you have to acknowledge like, is that something I want to do? I know. I know. I know. I don't know. Exactly. So I'm interested to see what this episode brings and see I'm, like. I'm very they... excited about that. I am. Yeah. I'm so glad you said that. Yeah, because I think that's, I mean, whether you feel it intensely or not, that's yeah. always on somebody's mind, no yeah. matter what, no matter what. Yeah. So I think they're such a fun family though, because there's just so much drama, you know, it was oh. just like every, there's drama personally yes. between each other. The Kim and Courtney stuff is so oh like, my gosh, yeah. Explosive. I know. I, I couldn't agree more. I love it. I eat that. I eat that up. And I, I just started the, the next season of Selling Sunset. Ooh. So what do you think? Did you start episode one? Episode one. I might be on episode two now, two or three. 
Um, first of all, and I know this is every what everybody says, these outfits, man, nobody is selling outfits or selling houses in these outfits. I cannot. What say, in the hell? We've said this before, but it literally feels like the Hunger Games in the Capitol yes. when they all yes. arrive and they're in like weird ass fucking things. Yes. What are they doing? They had like this openers brokerage party one night, like a cocktail party. And the lead um, realtor, Emma, her outfit was like bondage. And there is like everything was showing everything. Like, what are you doing? Like, how do you lost for words? words. There's not much style to it besides showing their bodies. Like that is the style. And and it's just sort of like, okay, cool. But like. Sorry, you... but it, it's not interesting. It's the same thing that we've talked about with the Met Gala that the, when we critique clothes, mm. it's just yeah. nothing wrong with showing your body and wear what you want to wear. Just like have a point of view. It's fun. Have a point of view. Fashion yes. is fun. It's about clothes. Not if you want to be clothes. naked. Exactly. If you want to be naked, walk around naked. Like yeah. if you like, you're going that far for sure. But I mean, like these six inch stilettos, nobody's walking through Beverly Hills in six inch stilettos. And these houses are massive and they're going up these staircases and walking around infinity pools. What How about the hell? Heather who's pregnant? I'm like, girl, take those heels off. Give her- I don't know how she does it. I don't know. Give yourself I know. a break. Give yourself a break. And then like the glam is out of control, out of control. There's like the weaves, everything, the makeup. I mean, it is just... You do you, but it is that's lavish. my bone to pick with Selling Sunset. Yes. yes. Lavish. But there's a lot of tea going on, so we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. That's the reality That's a reality show kind of update. Because I think that they are so fun, like we've talked about. They just give us so much gossip and things <sighs> to talk about and, and think about. But I don't know. It's so fun. Oh, my gosh. Are you kidding me? Like... <sighs> bread and butter that reality tv is my bread and butter i love it i could eat it up all day love 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 well i think this was a fun little catch-up i'm looking at our notes i think that we've covered most of it we've covered a lot of it so i think that's i think this was a fun episode we went all over the place which is our favorite type of thing to do i mean that's us we don't have a plan and i love these little catch-ups like i do think we do best when we're just kind of like all over the place we don't have a little roadmap and um that's how most conversations are with friends right? right yeah yes so tell us what you guys think. Obviously, leave us a comment, DM us. We're PS, we have no plan across all social medias. And then we also have a website where we post blog posts and journal prompts and whatnot. PS, we have no plan.com. Go check us out. Thank you, everybody. We'll see you next week. Bye bye. I woke up in the morning and the sun broke through the open curtains. The birds sang too, and they said, This is a day to celebrate.